Today's podcast is brought to you in part by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash profaneargument, or click the Audible link on our website, profaneargument.com. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPad, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument podcast for Tuesday, August 22nd, 2017. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. This week on the podcast, we will be talking about Liberty University graduates returning their diplomas and uh, what Rex Tillerson has to say about atheists. Not much, but uh, but first... <laughs> We're talking about it can't be good. <laughs> I wanted to ask a question. This is actually from one of our listeners. He sent a message that uh, said he would like to hear what we had to say about it. There's a website. I don't know if it's ozy.com. They posted a question. Should leaks within the government always be illegal? There's been a lot of news about leaking from the White House and from intelligence agencies, that sort of thing. And a lot of, of course, Trump. We all know how Trump feels about the leakers. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of curious, and uh, I'm going I'm to start with Karen first because she no. knew this question was coming. Yeah. I'm going to start on one end of the scale then and say um, that anybody that leaks... Um, since you know, classified information, yes, that there's already a law against it. Um, if you're caught, you're going to go to jail. And I don't think anybody, even the leaker, is going to have any recourse to that. I mean, Chelsea Manning did that, spent his time in jail, her time in jail, sorry. And while she's been pardoned now, she had done, she's done a number of years in jail. So yes, it's illegal. It should be illegal. It should continue to be illegal. And there's punishment to do it. Doesn't mean you don't outweigh your own personal freedom against the the needs of the nation but there's consequences to those actions so that's that that's the far end of the scale in my mind sure the other end of the scale is you know if uh sean spicer is not just dressing up as an easter bunny but he's also a furry on spare weekends and you know going to furry for fur cons whatever they call those things that is not illegal it's hilarious is that classified information <laughs> no it's not <laughs> but it would still be a leak but there's no there's no jail time to be had for that. That's just funny. <laughs> so, Jared, I'm kind of in the same camp as Karen. If it's classified, but somehow damaging to like a military operation or somebody or you know a spy, you know, leaking their the names and stuff like that. But if it's classified, and it's something that's like you know, like oh my god, the, the government's been putting lead in the fucking water to make people sick. And that's classified? No, then you shouldn't be prosecuted for that. Hmm. Only if, you know, you're really jeopardizing an oper operation. As far as everything else, I think it's our government. We pay for it. It should be as transparent as possible. I mean, we wouldn't have never known about that fucking CIA or NSA data collecting site out in Utah if it wasn't for uh, Edward Snowden. Mm, it's true. You know, and that doesn't harm us in any way knowing about that. It just pisses them off that we know. <laughs> so in that case, no. I mean, it's kind of tricky. But I would like to know everything that's going on, as long as nobody gets hurt. Hmm. Ian, do you have anything? I am pro-leaks. I would like it if there were a uh, maybe a safer or... I don't know, because when, when you leak, 
you have to be careful who you're leaking to so that they, I don't know, information presented in the wrong way or in a dangerous way could be worse than it being kept secret. But I, I, I'm on board. I, I do see the importance of pretty much complete transparency of the government. I also, you know, I don't want to see people hurt or killed. Hmm. I don't know. There's probably some information the public does not necessarily need to have. Yeah, I mean, troop movements, things like that. Yeah. Well, I imagine that's how it originally started, was like, hey, this is like, you know, if, if this information gets out, this could fuck up a war or this could fuck up you know, a troop movement or something. And they're like, hey, if we if we come up with this thing called classified, you know, then it's, you know, it's punishable if it's released or get out. Mm-hmm. And then someone was like, hey, we're doing some shady shit, but if we deem it classified, right, then nobody can say anything. Right. So it's that it's that line you got to walk. Right. And then it became that they can classify anything at all that they want. Right. And some of the stuff that's classified, really? Does it need to be? Like, I don't Probably know. Are not. Trump's phone calls, like those transcripts that got out for his phone, is that classified? No, I think that was more of a gentleman's agreement. As long as they're not talking about anything on the phone call, there's no subject that comes up that is classified. It's not classified as su- – eh, that's a lot So the call itself Sorry. is, you know <laughs> – Right. All right. That it is not, unless they talk about something specific. On the website, they posted a lot of responses. I whittled down to a few, and I was kind of curious about what people thought about this. On the website, Chris Kingsley said that uh, if you see something, say something. It should be taken to heart, uh, especially by those in government service. Greatest threat to survival of democracy is from those who, by inaction, are doing a profound disservice to the republic and its citizens. So, and he's, he basically says there's never been a greater need for courageous whistleblowers right now. Mm. Well, the only problem I have with that, though, is that, you know, guilt or innocence is in the eye of the winner. So if you, you know, take down Trump because of his illegal business practices, but if he's still in office and he's got a stranglehold on the Congress still, he could just say, no, 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 that's that's no longer, I, I forgive myself, and it's no longer a, a crime. And, oh, it's still a crime, but, I, you know, I forgive myself, so it's okay. Like he pardoned himself? Yeah. Oh, okay. He could, I mean, theoretically, he could pardon himself. So just like a lot of things, it's always in, you know, it, 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 morality is determined by the winner and who's currently in power. So was it an illegal leak or was it an acceptable leak? I think they're all illegal leaks. It's just um, determining punishment is the, the difference. It's a risky thing for people to, to go into. You got to know going in that you're, you're risking a lot and you better be sure and it better be worth it. So speaking of that, uh, John Woodville on the site said, Try leaking information in most countries and poof, you're dead. Mm. Uh, When the president has a private conversation on a secure phone line and the next day a transcript is in the newspapers, that is treason. Uh, No, No. it depends on on the content of the conversation. That's not by definition treason. Well, we got disagreement (laughs) right away. I was thinking, uh, well, I left out part of what he said because Uh. in the middle of it, he said, come to think of it, the Clintons have been doing that for decades, (laughs) making people disappear who uh, leak things. So this guy was definitely on that side of it. Um, Another one, if it's classified, the leakers should be jailed. If not, they should be fired. When you work for government agency, you must be a team player if you... See wrongdoing, there are appropriate places to whistleblow, and it's not publicly. Tell us Bullshit. more. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, where are these places? <laughs> sometimes this is true. but In a lot of cases, it's not true. Yeah, where it goes into a void and be like, yeah, yeah, we'll look at that. Don't worry about it. Right. I say, or in the no. case of the White House, if the, if you see, if you work in the White House and you hear President Trump telling the Russians secrets about an Israeli spy movement, <laughs> who are you going to tell? Who Who is there to tell? 
go tell his boss. Oh, wait. Yeah. That's the Washington Post. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's horseshit. I don't believe I, I can't even believe somebody would say that. <laughs> just it's just so dumb because I mean, like, I, that's like like the, the, those people who tell me Donald Trump is your president. You have to back him because he's your no. president. Nope. Nope. Just because you work in the White House. What if Donald Trump's like, I don't know. I'm thinking about blowing up Canada. I keep I keep looking at this button. I want to do it. <laughs> I fucking hate trusting Justin Trudeau, and ah, maybe tomorrow I'll do it. I don't know. Give me a Coke instead. And like someone's sitting there, you're not going to go back to the – you're just going to sit there and go, well, I'm part of the White House. I got to keep this shit unlocked. Absolutely not. No, I, I think yeah. there there are – you know, in history and currently, there are some things that are worth your individual freedom and the risk to your person. If he did something like that, I would hope people would stop him. <laughs> I'm not sure they would, but I would hope they would. Well, I think that's what Kelly's there for now. <laughs> Mm, sure. He does not look happy. <laughs> no, but I, they were talking about it on Bill Maher, and they're like, just keep those generals in there, because if he loses it one day, maybe Kelly will get on the phone and be like, just ignore everything he just said. He does. We're not blowing anything up. <laughs> this is not a coup, but it's it's complicated. <laughs> so I think uh, what you said at first is probably uh, it is encapsulated by comment by Joe Adams on the site. The teleology of the leak is important. I learned a new word today, teleology, <laughs> uh, which basically means the, the what, what we said before, the what's going on around the leak, why, why somebody feels that they need to be, this information needs to be leaked. The leaks that only serve to benefit the individual or profit should be condemned while those to protect the public from unscrupulous officials should not only be protected, but rewarded. Mm. Like all the stuff about the NSA, I am really glad that that's out in the public, and I'm sure the government is not. But I think the citizens of this country needed to understand and know how much they're being spied on and how much of it is was authorized, because people weren't paying attention and aren't paying attention still as much as they should. Yeah, as far as I know, that place is still up and running. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's just, you know, the light of day has been sh shown on it a little bit. Yeah. I still want to see more stuff out of the Panama Papers. It's kind of disappeared. I mean, it's all financial dealings of the richest of the rich around the world. There's got to be some amazing golden nuggets <laughs> <Yeah>. in there. <laughs> I agree. All right. Well, that's that's what I had for a question. Um, I want to move on to some news. Uh, we talked about Roy Moore in Alabama, and uh, uh, another yeah. article came up that I thought was interesting on Vox.com. So he made the claim that uh, there are communities under Sharia law right now. <laughs> and um, in the Middle he East? Wants... Yes. No, in the, in the country, in America. Uh-huh. And uh, there's a there's a full interview on Vox if you want to read it. But he made the claim that there's Sharia law, as I understand it, in Illinois, Indiana, up there. And then the the reporter says that's an amazing claim for a Senate candidate to make. Can you give me details? And uh, and he continued along the line of that. Well, if there are, there are, and if they're not, they're not. That doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> Oklahoma tried to pass a law restricting Sharia law, and it failed. And then he continued along the way to say that uh, he was informed that this was the case, but uh, if it's if it's not, then it doesn't matter. That's his that's his uh, that's his reasoning. That makes total sense. <laughs> and when asked how, why Sharia law should be uh, specifically pulled out, he said that Sharia law incorporates Muslim law into the law. That's not what we do. We do not punish people according to the Christian precepts of our faith, so there's a difference. What? Wow. This is the guy called the Ayatollah of Alabama who wants to put the Bible before the Constitution. Right. 
And people he voted for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of them, yeah. They don't understand their their the mind boggling disassociation. <laughs> That's the, wow. Yeah, he wants to put Christian law in place and completely ban Sharia law and doesn't understand the hypocrisy there. Yeah. In any way. Wow. More importantly, does he really think that there's Sharia law in some counties or is he just like making that shit up? He believes it to, I mean, completely, right up until the point where he's actually questioned about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, you, you would just think if there was Sharia law in some county, like, that would be a pretty big news story. But somehow, only Roy Moore knows about it. And it, it right, might, and if if it's not true, don't worry about it. Yeah, and when yeah, press for details, true. I don't know, it might not be true. I don't know. Sound, it I'm just, just running good. for Senate. What, what the fuck do I know? <laughs> just sounds good as a soundbite. Yeah. <laughs> As was said in religiosity, uh, there's no IQ test for government work. Yeah, that's <laughs> disturbing. But again, there are people, I have friends, who are convinced that just that Muslims are taken over. Where? Everywhere. Yet but- when I ask for specifics, too, you're like, oh, there's this video and blah, blah, blah. And in Sweden and in Germany. And, and I'm like, really? I'm like, I just don't see. Uh-oh, my power just flickered. So if I dip. <laughs> okay. Um. You know, where they get their stupid news from, wherever they're getting it from. I mean, Fox News scares the shit out of people every day. Yeah. With Muslims and black people. So maybe Roy really believes it. I don't know. Or he wants to believe it, so he didn't really press for details when someone told him about it. Well, I guess it doesn't really matter if he believes it or not, because he says it and people go, yeah, that's all that matters. (laughs) That's the only thing that counts. But, like, that's the funny thing, too. Like, if for some reason Sharia law did get passed, Somewhere in a county in America. Do we really think it would be down south first? No. I mean, that's so ridiculous to even think. Like, it's starting down here first. No. No, it'll be it'll be Christian Sharia law, whatever the equivalent is. That's and- just law. <laughs> no. That's God's law. Yeah. Moving on to Texas, there was a bill to impose and I I've been I've been skipping these for a while. Another bathroom bill Mm. across the state of Texas. But apparently the House Speaker, Joe Strauss, who is a Republican, he's known as a moderate Republican, he refused to let it go to vote. So in the end, the uh, they well, they had called a special session to vote on this, among a couple other things. And uh, the special session ended. No vote was called on the bills for the bathroom laws. So the speaker, apparently the speaker made it very clear that he opposed the privacy bill and said it would never be allowed to be voted on. Is this based on his personal beliefs or economic realities? Uh, he says that uh, actually this... This is not him, but it is a staff attorney for the ACLU who apparently had uh, was on site and and ready to <laughs> ready to take action. They said that uh, the the speaker believes that the issue violates people's rights under Title IX and the Constitution, and uh, it, what it really would do is bar people from participating in public life. So I don't know how much he's speaking for you know the House Speaker. Mm. But that's that's where he's coming from, apparently. So good on you, Mr. Moderate Republican. <laughs> I'd like to think that he does it because, you know, equality of all human beings. But I suspect since he's a moderate Republican, it will be lean more towards the economic realities of doing it and the boycotts that would ensue. That could very well be considering what happened in where was it, North Carolina? Yeah, North Carolina. 
Not to mention the impact that it might have on different businesses who now have to have, uh, you know, varying restroom changes in their <laughs> in their businesses. Sure. Well, in good any for him. case, yeah. I mean, good result regardless of the reasoning. On the other side, we have Senator Dean Heller from Nevada, mm-hmm. who has just recently stated that Planned Parenthood uses taxpayer dollars not only for abortions, but that they are now using taxpayer dollars to fund commercials against the the Republican politicians who are are fighting against them. Is that now, true? <laughs> no. Uh, apparently, he was unable to provide any proof of this statement whatsoever. But he did not. Uh, that didn't stop him from saying it. And now it's out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the lack of truthfulness is continues to get worse. Concerning. People just say shit, and there's nothing to back it up, and nobody calls them on it anymore. I mean, I, yeah, I guess when the president, nobody calls him on it anymore. I mean, what is it? The Washington Post said they have tracked his thousandth lie. <laughs> Or untruth. Hey, any day now, Carly Fiorona is going to say, hey, I saw the ad I saw yeah. last week. <laughs> oh, I haven't heard that name in a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't miss it. No. <laughs> at all, but... uh She'll be back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just... Yeah, even when they... I don't know. They see, It seems like even when they, they get called on it, it's, it's too late. And uh, people are already committed who have heard it. I guarantee there is still thousands of people who believe that old lady who claimed on television that she heard that Obama was a secret Muslim. Mm-hmm. Mm. Don't you remember that? An old lady, she said Obama's a secret Muslim. That means he's a secret Muslim. Well, that's definitely been disproven about a thousand times. No, secret Muslim. Yeah. You're absolutely Fake right. news. And three million yeah. people illegally voted for Hillary, and still she lost? Yeah, somehow. <laughs> somehow the magic yet- number that she made up over Trump. <laughs> yeah. And yet the video of McCain retorting uh, a woman who was saying that, who who said to McCain's face, well, he's a Muslim and, and McCain cut her off, you know, when when McCain was running for president. And he, he cut her off and he said, no, ma'am, I'm sorry. He is not. He's an American. He's, he's a good Christian. I know the man. He is a good man. We just disagree on things. Next person. <laughs> Actually, she, she called him an Arab, not a Muslim. <laughs> Oh, did she? Yeah, I've seen the video a thousand times. It's great. Okay, I hadn't. I had not. Uh, I had not seen this. Arab makes no sense. No. <laughs> wow. And this is why I think Democrats and progressives need to start playing the same game. No, you can't. Yes. You can't start telling lies. Yes. Why not? Because yeah. because we are bringing a knife to a fucking gunfight. <laughs> These guys yeah. just say whatever, and we're like, no, that's not true. And then once it's it's out there now, you people believe this shit. I'm sure now I'm going to hear Planned Parenthood is putting out commercials from someone is going to say this to me. And I'm going to be like, no, it's not true. Oh, no, I heard it was. I heard it was. So uh, just start making shit up, too. Being like, hey, you know what? <laughs> I heard Dean Heller uh, uh, likes to fuck sheep. I don't know. I heard it. <laughs> just now from Trey. He's using taxpayer money to fuck sheep. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put it. You got to put the taxpayer money in. Then everything. Oh yeah. Can we? Uh, can we just call that pulling a Fox News when they just make stuff up in one show because it's for entertainment, and then on the news segment they they say, "Well, we've been hearing," and then repeat the exact same thing. Yeah, and then the president repeats it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, th- I think the thing is though, there is so much ammunition 
about all right so the the um secret service is out of money because trump has taken so many vacations that it's august and they're already out of money their their annual budget has been completely blown Mm -hmm. at this point because he takes so many vacations this is the man who said he was never going to leave the white house there there is so much material in the trueness of the ridiculousness of the of this administration you don't need to make up shit up well, I think we need the the true stuff and add some fake stuff on top of it <laughs> because th- they have a lot of fake shit. <laughs> you can add a wrinkle at the end to make it memorable. Sure. <laughs> Do you remember Benghazi? You remember how long that fucking went on for? Oh my god, it's still going on. They still bring it up. <laughs> yeah, but there's no more Butter trials emails. and hearings and shit. But I mean, that mm. went on forever, and that was nothing. Yeah, nothing. And In then they're saying to us, "Oh, you guys are overreacting about this Russia shit." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you this too. The the Trump people, like the hardcore Trump people that I know, they still are talking about fucking Hillary. Mm-hmm. Still. But what is it? Our the, the security guy we have in the office, he calls it whataboutism. Because but but what about but what about but what That's about true, what yeah. about our emails? But what about this? It's just complete distraction. It's like don't no don't 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 look to the left. Look to the right. There's problems over here. Hillary. Hillary's gone. Yeah. <laughs> She's walking in the woods somewhere. Leave her alone. <laughs> Where did that come from? Where did the Because they kept finding thing? her in the woods. <laughs> really? People, yeah. yeah, like like a week after the election, people were posting that they were hiking in New York and they kept finding Hillary and taking pictures. <laughs> taking <of her>. selfies. <laughs> I should take a picture with them. Nice. But yeah, well, I mean, she, she thought she was going to win completely and utterly. And she has a large ego. So that was a bit of a blow. <laughs> she was all set. They were fireworks sure she in the was. whole nine yards. Her competitor was Trump. I bet she was. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I even, man, I can't even believe he won the primary, let alone the election. <laughs> Dude, I yeah. just, Ian, just today I was listening to the news in the car and I was like, I still am having a hard time wrapping my head around this. <laughs> <laughs> it's been seven months, eight months. Some days, yeah. Some days you're like, really? I'm, yeah, it's, it's, it's really a- not a dream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Of all those clowns, they felt he was the most qualified. I can't believe that to be true. I mean, not to get off on a tangent, because I know we were talking about (laughs) Planned Parenthood and Dean Heller. I'm telling you guys, I'm making a prediction. (laughs) All right? Yep. As soon as they get these tax cuts, because that's the one thing they want. They don't really give a shit about health care. Well, the only reason they gave a shit about health care was because there were some tax cuts in it for them. They are holding on to him and backing him up. I know you're going to talk about Liberty University. I saw mm. an interview with that Jerry Falwell Jr. Mm. What a fucking toady. But uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. as soon as they get these tax cuts, they are all going to go wipe their hands and turn their back on him. Yeah. So well, quickly. Weirdly enough, I think the tax the tax cuts are more likely now. But did, did you know that Bannon, Steve Bannon, was actually in favor of raising taxes on the millionaires? Yes. It was I the didn't only know this. thing I, out of the guy's mouth I ever was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know this. And so he's he was like, I think, the last bastion of that to be, you know, dismissed. Well, I don't think he was stopping anything. They they, they were supposed to be tackling taxes in September. Sure. So. And- they, the, the amount that Trump is, is attach, attacking Mitch McConnell at the moment, uh, don't they're not going to be able to work together. There's no way. Yeah, but they all want those tax cuts. They Most all of them. want them. I don't know. Paul Ryan has a boner so big right now. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> For tax cuts. For tax cuts. <laughs> I don't.
don't know. I think there there's enough people in the Senate that can be vindictive bitches that they won't let him get what he wants. Yeah. We'll see. He mm. did throw McCain under the bus again in that one speech. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, John McCain who has brain cancer. <laughs> The national hero, who's the the, the aircraft or whatever that destroyer was that was just is that named after him or his father? Oh, that's a good question. I assumed him, but I guess I don't know that. Yeah, I certainly don't know. I mean, he's ninety or he's eighty. I don't know. He's old. It could be him. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I do have more stuff about Trump, but before we uh, before we completely miss all everything else, let's go back to uh, the last thing I have in state news: the Kentucky governor has made a claim about Charlottesville. He says that it happened because the government has taken the Bible out of schools. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's I can get behind that. Uh, except the Bible says that, you know, the black people are slaves. So I yes. don't quite get the connection. And if peop- because if they were still in school, then people would understand that. Then they wouldn't be so mad when we shit on the black people. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I'm confused. Ian's for keeping the Bible in school, or is he being sarcastic? No, no. I'm, I am, I am understanding his claim. Oh. If, if all the children read a book that said slavery is cool, then they wouldn't. There'd be no objection to what happened in Charlottesville, and there would have been no violence. Oh, so if they're <laughs> and the statue properly. would have never came down, so it would have never started the right. whole thing. Right. <laughs> okay. Correct. I see where you're going. <laughs> I don't know quite if that's what he meant, but... <laughs> to be clear, the Bible does not say that black people should be slaves. It no, says, no, no, no. Slavery is good. Yeah. Right. It says that if you're not a Jew, you, you could be made a slave. Right. So anybody that's not a Jew can be a slave? To a Jew, yes. Huh. When was the last time the Bibles were in schools? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Bibles were never actually taken out of school. The law is that enforced prayer cannot happen in school, and you can't teach from the Bible directly. Kids can bring in Bibles. Uh, there's, I'm sure there's a Bible, at least one, in every library and every school in and, the nation. And Quran and Torah and, and a whole bunch of other li- religious literature and texts. That I'm not so sure of, but... <laughs> Wait, <laughs> let's not go crazy. Many, not all. <laughs> I'm sure there are, there are several, yes. Mm. But the well, Bible was never banned from public schools. Well, and it never should be completely. You can always teach comparative religion. You could always say not just that, but I mean, if you're going to study art, music, knowing the biblical references that are there in art and music and anything else, that that can be useful. Understanding the history, sure. Also, it's understanding the the, to a certain extent the human condition and how we got to where we are. Why why did the Dark Ages happen? Let's talk about religion. (laughs) Well, when I said banned, I I didn't think that there were like you weren't allowed to bring it into school. I thought like he was implying that there was a class where they studied the Bible in a public school. I'm sure there's a few. But not he many. does. I'm he sure does he actually. Wants. Yeah, he makes reference to that. That a couple hundred years ago, the only textbooks that were in our public schools were the Bible. He actually says that as though it was a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> I like how it says in the article. Bevan Bevan has never been a student of history or logic <laughs> or science. <laughs> he thinks God <laughs> is the solution to everything, <laughs> and he's a governor. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> fucking well, awesome. I mean, in England, they still do have Bible class. I don't know to what extent anymore, but there is still religious teaching in schools in a lot of countries. Ooh, I think it's going to hit another topic coming up, so I'll, I'll be quiet now. Okay. I like how he made this comment on a new show called Right Wing Watch. Uh. So in any case, Bevan, he showed up in our conversations previously somewhere and yeah, probably will idiot. again. 
So since we're on the topic of teaching, I'm going to skip over to Turkey and international news. Turkey is now this year going to stop teaching evolution. Evolution has been omitted from the curriculum uh, within the uh, the equivalent of high school, elementary and high school. They are not going to be teaching evolution anymore starting this year. Good for them. Oh. Well, let's <laughs> talk about, though, the, the changes that have happened in Turkey. I mean, it, a couple of years ago, you could not wear um, a headscarf. A woman could not wear a headscarf and attend school. It was banned. True, it was. And so I'm kind of torn on that because I understand that if if you are a Muslim girl and you're told that you can't wear the headscarf in school, that puts you in an awkward situation. Hmm. But at the same time, if you're a teacher and all the girls in your class are all wearing headscarves, it's it's going to make it kind of difficult. Like you can't see the kids as well. It's I don't know. I I can see an argument there. That's I guess that's all I'm saying. Well, my point on my point was that that's that's where they started off a couple of years ago, and now they're to the point where they're not teaching evolution in high school or in school. And what do you bet that um, they're going to have to be wearing headscarves Where, at all times in right. public? They're going in a very bad direction in Turkey right now is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, Erd Erdogan is off the rails. Yeah. I say yeah. knock themselves out. Have fun. Well, the, the problem- Go and, backwards. <laughs> yeah. But Turkey was like, it was a, the, the secular Muslim country. It was the gateway between the, the you know, the intolerant Muslim and the, and the West- and it physically is the gateway in between in a lot of cases. And it's well, a damn was this shame. election was this election of Erdogan on the up and up? No. Or this thing where they gave him more powers? It was all kind of shady shit? All shady. Yep. Yeah, all of well, the all of the monitors are saying, Oh, hell no. <laughs> this whole world is fucked. I just give up. <laughs> <laughs> the scary part about what's happening in Turkey is that it really reflects what's currently going on in the US. Yeah, different religion, and, but same problem. Yeah. So I yeah that that's why I would like to keep an eye on that. Now they do Turkey is still teaching evolution in college, university in their quote unquote secondary schools, but it is that basically the uh, I can't remember the guy's title, but he says that um it's the guy who's in charge of education in Turkey. He said that it's too complicated for children to understand two opposing arguments. So we're just going to remove the scientific argument. But meantime, a lot of people, a lot of the educators have been fired. I mean, a lot of them have been fired. Yeah. Anybody that could even be thought of to oppose Erdogan has just been fired. So they're shorter teachers, and you gotta you got to think that the, the, the religious teachers are going to be in there. It, it is all about dumbing down the society and making it so they're less likely to rebel against an authoritarian rule. That's all it is. And religion is just a handy way of doing it. Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they'll have no scientists, no nothing, no scholars, mm. and they'll just be a country of dumb people. It'll be North Korea. Yeah. That is actually the argument that uh, some of the people in Turkey are, are using against the move, is that they, they need to be able to compete in the on the world, you know, economic scene, and not having a good education severely is going to is severely limit them. Right. I mean, how do you have, you know, good science scientists and teachers and, and IT people and anything that gets your country moving forward in the world what without Turkey teaching have to them offer the world? What do they got? Coffee. Really good coffee. They got coffee? Yeah. <laughs> no, got well, coffee. I hear that's going away. Famously good. <laughs> I hear coffee's going away. Oh, no. No, no, no. Coffee's on the outs? Or is it chocolate? <laughs> one, of the, one of them's going away. Don't blasphemer. <laughs> no, chocolate. I, I've heard that from numerous sources. Chocolate is going the way of the dodo. 
Milk chocolate. No way. Milk chocolate is out. I'm I'm on I'm on board. Dark chocolate? <laughs> nope. <laughs> I like milk chocolate too. Why why are we against chocolate? No, no, no. I'm not saying we're against it. I'm saying it's going to be gone. Like, we're not going to be able to use it anymore. It's going to be used up. There's, we ran out? We're running out. Oh, no. And helium. I, no more helium I, balloons. I, helium. That's, that is I, true. I, that is 100% true. Yeah. We we are a non-helium balloon family here, all because of everybody's favorite podcast host, Ray. <laughs> you want to do the public uh, service announcement again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That, that got me on board for... The heat, but I'm, I again, I can't we just plant more chocolate? I don't <laughs> right. understand. Yeah, I, I don't know why that's it has something to do with the environment. I'll well, look just it up move move away from the equator a little bit, north or south, doesn't matter. Make <laughs> chocolate, damn it. All what right. are we talking about? Remember when our president <laughs> called their president and congratulated him? Turkey? Yeah, yeah, Turkey? congratulations oh. on your victory. Yeah, now I, I, I do have a little bit of hope in, in Turkey though, and that is even with all the ballot stuffing, it was a really, really tight finish. They were they only lost by a couple of percentage points. So the cheating won, but it does mean that more than fifty percent of the population does not want what they're doing. Yeah, likely. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, uh, we we brought this up. Uh oh, I just got uh, sorry. Chocolate <laughs> as you know it and love it could disappear by 2020. No, Damn it. I'm skeptical. That's too soon. <laughs> that is way too soon. So uh, we we talked about this before and probably not going to talk too much on it, but Malaysia, again, another person in Malaysia has chimed in. The Inspector General of Police, Khalid Abu Bakr, has, uh, he has said that atheists need to not cause uneasiness, particularly among Muslims who reject atheism. So this is the guy in what? charge of all the police in Malaysia, and he is saying that police will begin scrutinizing the existing laws to enable appropriate action be taken should atheist groups cause anxiety among m- Muslims. Oh my god. So Good if for them. <laughs> if, you're, if you're an atheist in, in Malaysia, you have to go underground or get out. But where can you go? You can't come to America anymore. No, not unless you speak English. Not if you're yeah. unless you're a good one. <laughs> Freaking point system, yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. I think Mal- Malaysia has a good a good or, a relationship with North Korea. They could go there. <laughs> are we positive the governments of the world are not putting some kind of dumb juice in the water? Because <laughs> it just feels like every day we're slipping backwards everywhere. That is really sounding like a conspiracy theory, but at the same time, my answer is no. I am not positive that that is not happening. <laughs> Like, you would think with the internet where everybody could be connected and there's new ideas and you can see the way different people live. It's just – it's it's had the opposite effect. Well, it's had the opposite effect on people in positions of authority because they see their power slipping away. I, I think the populace is still moving forward. It's just, the, you know, the people in charge don't like it and are trying to hold us back. And they might take us back a step, but there's no stopping this, I don't think. But, but Donald Trump is our president and people voted yeah. for him. yeah. So, I know. But man, people are pissed off about it. <laughs> that gives yeah. me hope. <laughs> a third of the country is still behind them. Yeah, almost. That must be where they're putting the dumb juice. <laughs> <laughs> dumb religion stick. <laughs> so I'm going to skip around a little bit uh, over in Pakistan. And I know I said Pakistan, but this is actually uh, possibly good news. Oh. Uh, the Pakistani court is seeking to amend the blasphemy law. They're putting, apparently the court is now seeing that they are putting way too many people to death <laughs> for blasphemy, and they are looking to uh, to tone it down a bit. Uh, and also, there's, 
they're seeing that it's kind of out of hand quick. <laughs> the exploitation of uh, of the law in the mm-hmm. way that you can just, if you're in an argument with someone over property or, you know, how many sheep they had and mm-hmm. you, they stole some from you, you just claim they blasphemed. Blasphemed. And uh, you get a mob riled up, and they get killed, and then you can get all your stuff back. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking about. One guy going, oh, man, his goat is always shitting on my property. <laughs> 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 Blasphemer! Okay, well, for some reason, I, I, Homer, I get Homer Simpson in my head going, <laughs> Blasphemer! I take all your stuff. <laughs> Blasphemer! I take all your stuff. <laughs> I don't think that was ever in the sentence. <laughs> I don't think so either, but I don't know. <laughs> It works in mysterious ways sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> Special Karen-only episodes. <laughs> so several rights groups outside have been criticizing the country and asking for reform or repeal of their blasphemy laws. And the Islamabad High Court has, on Friday, asked Parliament to make changes to the decree to prevent people from being falsely accused. So they are still they're still going to have the law, but they're trying to put things in place to make it so that if you falsely accuse someone, there's actually a punishment for that Mm. that can be enforced. Mm. You can't just say it. You actually have to prove it. It's a step. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I do like that they at least acknowledge that, like, listen, we put this in place and, man, (laughs) it's like the Salem blaspheme trials over here. (laughs) We might have gone too far. (laughs) Shows you that people are just not good. At all, uh, yeah. <laughs> because even the people, <laughs> even the people willing to put in a blasphemy law and agree to this, are still like, "Oh, I could totally fuck over people I don't like." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all I have to do is accuse them. That's awesome. God's okay with that, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. So, moving over to India, this one I found I found amusing. There is a law that is not so. This is the Muslims going to court and saying that a law that they have is un-Islamic and they want to get rid of it. And the law, they they commonly refer to it as the triple talaq. Apparently, in order to get divorced, if you are Muslim in India, if you say to your wife, talaq, three times in a row, you're divorced. (laughs) Can a woman say that to her husband? No. No. (laughs) No. Silly me. (laughs) So they're saying that they want to uh, disallow this so that a man can't just break down a marriage whimsically or capriciously. uh, They're actually putting a three-month, they're trying to put a three-month limit on it so that even if you do say those words, it doesn't go into effect for three months, so maybe you'll change your mind. I like this. There have been cases in which Muslim men in India have divorced their wives by using the so-called triple talaq by letter, telephone, and increasingly by text message, WhatsApp, <laughs> and Skype. <laughs> you can Makes Skype your divorce. <laughs> you can text it. That's the that's the amazing <laughs> one. Oh, my phone just went off. Oh, apparently I'm divorced now. <laughs> Seriously. Someone leaves their Facebook unlocked and... <laughs> Suddenly, their sinister friend. Ah, I'm divorced. What the heck? Damn it! I guess you can just undivorce if you want. If you're the dude, be like, sorry about that. Well, is there paperwork that goes along with this? It doesn't. I didn't see anything in the article that specified that. I don't. Uh, I think there has to be for the government to recognize the divorce. Mm. So just you know, the, the damn it, not church, not synagogue, mosque, mosque. Thank you. 
<laughs> the mask. You said to lock three times? Okay, I'll fill out the paperwork for you. That kind of thing. Yeah, pretty okay. much. So, and it's not mentioned in this article, but I have read other articles and heard about the idea that there are also brothels in certain Muslim-majority countries where you can go in, get married, have <laughs> sex, say talaq three times, and leave. <laughs> what if you really like the woman and you're like, talaq, talaq, uh-uh, you're coming home with me, I ain't saying it third time. <laughs> I don't know, I think you get beat up on the way out, that's what... Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> say I it again, her. say it. Yeah, I think our pimp brings down the thunder until you say talaq a third time. Never! She's mine! <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they go through all the fucking bullshit of having a brothel and then actually go through the part where you have to get married in order to sleep with <laughs> It's fucking insane. Well, it's it's playing by the rules. The rule says, well, that's the, yeah. it's the crazy string around Manhattan. It's the same kind of thing. I mean, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's the elevator that hits every floor on the yeah. day you can't use. Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. All they're, all they're doing is trying to trick God. Yes. If he exists, you're not fooling him. <laughs> like, he's like, oh, man, I, I got to rewrite this one. <laughs> they got around it. <laughs> it's so absurd. <laughs> all right. That's all that I have for overseas international news. But I do have a story from Canada. This, and I'm not sure where I lie on this. So in Canada, there was a law passed that allowed a person who was, I don't have a, the, the, all the details in front of me, but somebody who was suffering from a, from a condition they couldn't recover from, they were in pain, etc., they could ask their doctor to assist them in suicide. Okay. So there's a, now a law in Canada that allows this, allows a person to request this, but it has a religious exemption that if you are in a church that is run by the Catholic, or if you are in a hospital that's run by the Catholic Church, that the uh, hospital can say, no, we're not going to do that. It's against our beliefs. But then they have to transfer you to another hospital, a hospital sure. that, yeah, and it all makes sense. Until last year, I think we brought this up at some point, there was an 87-year-old guy who was in incredible pain and wanted to end his life, but he was at St. Paul's Hospital in Vancouver. He spent several hours trying to uh, get transferred to a new hospital. The ambulance was late. The ride was bumpy. He was in excruciating pain by the time he got to the next hospital. And uh, then he, he, did, he did die with the aid of a physician uh, in the Vancouver General Hospital. But it was extra hours of what they call unimaginable pain. And also in the article, it says, just like Jesus wanted. <laughs> but uh, so there is now a a move and I think a, a lawsuit that is trying to get rid of the religious exemption. I would argue that the building that you're doing this in doesn't care. The doctor might care. The doctor can opt out. That's fine. The building doesn't care. Have a doctor that is willing to do the procedure, come to the building. But no doctor that's willing to do that procedure will be employed at the Catholic hospital. Right. They just need, um, what do they call it? Admit, they just need permission. I, I don't think that they have an individual physician, like I said, sure. I, if you're Catholic, I get it. You don't want to do this procedure. But I don't I don't think the, the building itself can insist that people suffer. No, no but I don't think that's going to cut down on the time. I don't think getting the guy to that hospital or getting the, the, the guy, the doctor, to where the guy already is, is going to affect 
the length of time that he has to endure unimaginable suffering. Mm. Well, I think the bouncing in, in the in, in the um they're not that uncomfortable. That's outrageous. <laughs> outrageous claim. That is the least accurate part of this story. Mm. Uh but I can see now if you want to say that uh why not have the the doctor just come to him at the hospital he's already at to save on you know the cost of transporting someone via ambulance? Mm. Um, I'm with you. An ambulance ride is is outrageous. Well, at least in this country, it's outrageous. This is in Canada, so go nuts. <laughs> Who cares? Come on. <laughs> uh, there went that. Whoosh. <laughs> well, I, I guess what if it's up in the Yukon and the only way, the only hospital for you know 200 miles is a religious hospital. And you'd have to get on an airplane. Although, although the, I guess the alternative is you have to fly in a doctor. You fly in. Are you transporting the sick patient or are you transporting a physician? I guess is what it boils down to. Yeah, I, I I'm fine with either. Mm. Whichever is more convenient and more humane. If things have gone so wrong with me that I'm ready to go, and it's noon, I'm ready to go at eight that evening. Still, sure. Yeah, it's just allowing the person to suffer because of somebody else's religious beliefs. Well, if he's in unimaginable pain, he should be medicated to manage the pain. There are there are opioids yeah. that will manage your pain. Right. <laughs> or at least make you care a whole lot less about it. Sure. So if, if that part of it seems odd. I mean, there there is good pain management. It's not good for you long term, but I don't think that really matters in this case. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. We can we can definitely accommodate all parties involved in this situation with minimal fuss. Right. Now, if, if the Catholic hospital is saying that they want zero part of this, it's not going to happen in their facilities, yada, yada, then we've got an argument. But I don't know what their argument is. I don't know, but I think my argument is, isn't there some way that we can just get religions, especially Catholicism, out of our hospitals. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The day, the day and, and, and age when the church controlled all of the education and all of the money and all of the resources to do medical research Ugh. has long passed. Yeah. And I think that there are probably – but the problem is, is that they – there are a lot of uh, Christians that are compassionate and that um, have good intentions, but the, the things like this get in the way of that compassion and, and caring for people. Sure. So Man, I'm with Ray, though. To this day, I am genuinely surprised when when I would like <laughs> when I shouldn't be. I when I when I meet my wife for lunch and her the uh, the clinic that she works at the nephrology clinic mm. is at Divine Providence Hospital, and I go <laughs> in there and I'm like, why is the receptionist wearing a habit? And I'm like, oh god damn it! <laughs> literally, no, not literally. yeah, <laughs> well, not literally, but. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. It, it really, it always takes me off just a little bit out of my element. I'm like, what? Where? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah I don't that know. Explains, just all that the, explains that fountain. All the stories <laughs> regarding uh, religious hospitals and the idea that they won't, they won't, they possibly won't give you all of your actual options because of their religious beliefs or they, <laughs> they, just they, yeah. I, take me somewhere else. Anywhere yeah. else. Well, that's not actually, really a hospital then. Yeah, you're not. And it also it worries me about um, you know the fight against the op opioid ep epidemic because I keep hearing stories about people who are in these kind of circumstances that can't get more than four pills or four patches or whatever it is whatever methodology they're using to get real pain control. I mean they're making the laws now to prevent the abuse of opioids such that people that actually need them can't get them. How does that make any sense? 
That was kind of a tangent, sorry. Those are bad people. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe a tangent, true. Mm -hmm. So we already started talking about Trump a little bit, but uh, mm -hmm. I wanted to, to work this in first. The Mormon church came out after Trump's statements last Tuesday on the Charlottesville issues, and the Mormon church actually came out a couple of days later and said that White supremacist attitudes are morally wrong, sinful, we condemn them. Church members who promote or pursue a white culture or white supremacy agenda are not in harmony with the teachings of the church. Hmm. So good for, right on. good for them in saying yeah. so. Yeah. Good. yeah, good on you, Latter-day Saints. Seems <laughs> like a trap, but... <laughs> Didn't they used to have a rule, though, that black people couldn't become Mormons? They, yeah, this yeah. is true. Back I mean, they changed. I guess, you know, they're moving with the times. I mean, oh, you have to be fair, though. It was all the way back in the 1960s. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, the reason that they came out with this is because there was a far-right movement within the LDS church that was growing increasingly vocal. Hmm. I wonder what spurred them on. <laughs> Possibly our president. <laughs> and uh, they have even become more vocal a, a one woman who on twitter is her twitter handle is wife with a purpose after the uh, church put out that statement she said this is a dark day the day the lds church turned its back on its white members <laughs> she says what? we do have a culture to be proud of god loves us all and uh, she also calls it racism against white people, and white people only in the form of denying us our heritage and culture is in direct conflict with the gospel of Christ. So she is saying that the church is wrong about Christ, and that uh, she has a right to be proud of being white. Well, <laughs> one, I love the, our rich heritage of beating down black people and saying that we're better than them. Yeah, that's nothing to be proud of, I'm afraid. <laughs> So what is what is the difference between white pride and black pride? Well, There's we, a major difference. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> well, the difference is that I, did we ahead. have this conversation or did I have this conversation with somebody else about pride and how stupid it is? We at least touched yeah, it was, on it. Yeah, we touched on it last yeah, week. Yeah, it was here. Okay. It was here. Yeah. And that it's again, it's the terminology. It's black pride. It means something completely different than what white pride means now. Right. Just like Black Lives Matter means something entirely different than White Lives Matter, or All Lives Matter. Right. They're just saying, hey, we matter. Right. <laughs> Don't and when you, say, when you say All Lives Matter, you're then belittling that, because the term All Lives Matter didn't exist until Black Lives Matter became a movement. Right. So all you're doing with the All Lives Matter is just belittling the Black Lives Matter. And all they're saying is that they matter. They're right. not even... Like, <laughs> They're not saying they matter more nope. or that other other races don't matter. They were like, we could really use, you know, just a, a little little help or recognition or please stop. Yeah. <laughs> Give us a little break. Yeah. Yeah, that's that whole thing is just the other side of that just it's staggering, it's confusing. It's I don't know. Some of it I has to be a smoke screen. I can't believe that there are that many people that angry about someone uh, sitting down during <laughs> the national anthem during football games. Like, that just blows my mind. Yeah. Why do people care? Uh, just the fury that yeah. comes out of some people, and I, I don't know. It's yeah, they're lighting the fuckers' jerseys on fire. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's that that's that blind nationalism, though, that all mm -hmm. cops are good, all military guys should be propped up. 
they're gods among men and you know and god forbid you don't stand during the national anthem mm. the whole fucking count country was founded on throwing over another government <laughs> <laughs> but they don't see it that way the, the thing i don't understand is is this confusion of white supremacy and somehow diminishing the white race that it's somehow how somehow white supremacy became a part of our white history it's sure, it's part of our history it's an awful part well, that's but they they want to still be the people in charge. I mean, th- this is not anything more than just blatant. We used to be in charge, and we like it that way. But white people still are in charge. <laughs> what is the problem? <laughs> we don't like sharing the podium, dude. <laughs> With who? <laughs> With Barack Hussein yeah. Obama. Oh, this you're right. This is Obama's fault <laughs> for being black. There was a meme that I liked that said. That, you know, the country isn't like a pie. Just because somebody else gets a little bit more rights doesn't mean your rights have been reduced. Mm. It doesn't mean that you can have less pie now. You still get <laughs> the same amount of pie. You're just letting somebody else have a little pie. <laughs> <laughs> I want the whole pie. <sighs> what I don't understand is uh, these the white supremacists, they're really, really talking about how black people are getting so much more of the country. The, the African-American, I mean, it's called the civil rights movement. I mean, yeah. women have the equal rights movement. They want to be mm-hmm. equal. Black people just want to be civil. <laughs> <laughs> they just want you to be civil. That's all they're asking for. Well, uh, I mean, on top of that, too, is um, the hatred of the Jews thrown in there, too. I'm like, yeah. we're doing this again? Really? Goddamn Ow. globalists. <laughs> Well, it's it's this hatred of the, the the money lenders. I think I don't know. It's weird, I, but we're going back to that again. I, uh, this whole thing confuses the hell out of me. <laughs> like it seems to be so much veiled in just straight racism, mm. as opposed to like. Here's the thing: I am not a big proponent of white guilt. I don't think anybody white should feel guilty for being fucking white. You guilty? Know? No. Well, guilty. What are you, what are you trying to say, Karen? <laughs> well, no, I, I mean I agree with you. No, you should not feel guilty. Absolutely not. Be aware of the advantages of being white. That's it. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's. But that's. I mean, again, that's hard for somebody like. I, I agree with you that whites have a, have it better. There's no doubt about that. But for instance, like somebody like me, I live in a town with not many minorities. It's mm. predominantly white. So I just see other white people stepping down over other white people so i'm just so and for someone who lives in a who's not as uh worldly as me i guess you might say not to not to prop myself up or anything but someone out in the middle of the fucking uh, country who's never seen a black person Mm. where the fuck was i going with this (laughs) (laughs) they they might see it the same way and be like you know uh, black people are just, you know, white people have it just as bad or something. To, that was the point I was trying to make. Yeah. Not as understanding a, the, the actual atmosphere that people live in. Uh, as someone who grew up in a area that didn't have any minorities at all, I, yeah, I completely agree with that. Once, once you're exposed and to, a, you know, different cultures, different people, then you begin to understand a little bit. But if you grow up in that idea, well, in that area where you're just surrounded by white people and you just hear about African Americans getting handouts mm-hmm. and and Mexicans taking all the jobs. You just build this picture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you get this false narrative in your head. Um and if you never leave that, why would your why would your image ever change? Well, and the only people that you see are um like pop culture and on television where it's it's not an equal playing field. 
Yeah, Will Smith has a lot of money, so I don't think racism <laughs> exists. Yeah. Mm. No, yeah. And that, I mean, it's just, it's, it's prevalent. I think if you take the time to recognize, you know, if not embrace the advantages of being white, it really helps diminish all that other stuff. Mm. And it doesn't help because it still feels hateful. But I know that, especially, you know, also where I live currently, you know, all the people and people are surprisingly, not anymore, but surprise, it's not surprising anymore. <laughs> I was going to say surprisingly open about it. They all love to at work and just people. I know they like to grouse about, uh, oh, how, how black people are so entitled. <laughs> and, uh, oh, it's because they're so entitled about this. And I'm like, listen, if nothing else, and you, if you just don't want to be angry about it anymore, just kick back, recognize that they're never going to own a home. They're <laughs> never going to not be, uh, you know, a suspect in a crime. They're mm. always going to get harassed by police. So if they want to walk a little slower in the crosswalk and cause me to be 15 seconds later to where I'm going, go nuts. <laughs> go nuts. <laughs> but there are white people who do that, too. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's... It's awesome. <laughs> you know, almost every story I have to tell about someone being a total asshole or a complete dipshit or something crazy happens, they are always white. <laughs> mm. You know, so and I always go back to that great Dennis Miller quote, even though Dennis Miller has gone off the rails these days, mm. <laughs> where he said, why hate somebody for the color of their skin? When if you got to know them, you could just hate them for the person that they are. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Get to know people individually. There are a lot of white people out there that are complete assholes. And there and are yes. a, plenty of black assholes, sure. too. And there are some gems as well. They're all individuals. Treat them as right. such. Well, and the students are back on campus now. And I you know, ran into, ran through a crowd of them today. And the number of, the variety of the faces is amazing. And everybody's just getting along. It's all good. It's funny. The only ones that ever irk me are there for a while i used to run into them all the time there was a, a a muslim couple and the woman wore the full blue face covering you know the mesh across the eyes burqa the whole thing and she wow. would walk like three steps behind her husband and i saw him on campus a couple of times and every time i saw them i was like mm, that i don't like <laughs> yeah because she's wearing that he's wearing shorts and a t-shirt right and it's 90 <laughs> degrees out right right and she's walking behind him I'm, every time i'm like i just i'm not down with that <laughs> I don't like it, but eh. are you feeling white guilt? <laughs> <laughs> I am feeling privileged that I don't have to dress like that. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, we shouldn't That's feel privileged. You should just feel privilege has nothing to do with that. Yeah, I suppose so. I would never put up with it. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, who knows that woman's situation? But uh, yeah. So uh, I wanted to mention this, another thing that uh, fallout from the Trump statement last Tuesday. The uh, I, th I find this very interesting. There are alumni from Liberty University, which is the big evangelical Christian university in the country. Well, there are alumni, yeah. there are people, uh, grad students, who are sending their diplomas back to Liberty University because... Uh, what's his name? Jerry Falwell Jr. has supported mm. Trump and what he said on Tuesday. <laughs> so he's president of the university. And because the president of the university has been doing this and been backing Trump like a lapdog, mm. uh, people are sending their diplomas back. 
Well, oh, that Jerry Falwell Jr. is a piece of shit of the highest order. Yes, <laughs> yes. no doubt. He, I just, I saw an interview with him on CNN or something. It is, oh God, he's just so full of it. Yeah, so full of it. And, and as we've talked about before, there are plenty of good Christian people, and some of them go to Liberty University because it bills itself as a good Christian university. They're just, they're just decent people, and these are those people that are saying yeah, no. Good, good, good on them. Seriously, yeah, yeah. unacceptable. So the tweet that got everyone up right after Trump came out on Tuesday and said that there were good people in the Nazi group, he <laughs> tweeted, finally, a leader in the White House, jobs returning, North Korea backing down, bold, truthful statement about Charlottesville tragedy. Ugh. So proud of Donald Trump. Oh, my God. And he stuck with that narrative even during this interview. Yeah, he, oh, yeah. he is 100%. And the, and, the, and the person interviewing even says, like, what about these people returning the diplomas? And he just ignored it and was like, Trump is bold, and this is the guy we wanted, and he's doing exactly what we need, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you're such an asshole. You don't believe anything <laughs> that you fucking serve to the people. How wow. do we let this – can't we – all right, sorry. I'm about to get violent. <laughs> 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 well, Violence just popped into my head. <laughs> So today, uh, the president of Penn State University published a letter that he wrote to – Ray, you're going to have to rem remind me of his name. I've forgotten it again. Uh, is it Richard Spencer? Richard Spencer. Wrote a letter to Richard Spencer saying, no, I'm sorry, but you are not welcome to speak here at Penn State University. Oh, he was trying to? Yes, yes he was. Wow. Yeah. And he says we the, – the letter basically – I'm summarizing, but it says basically we believe in free speech. We believe in the First Amendment. But the violence that has surrounded your speeches is unacceptable and it's too high a risk and we won't – we find what you say is abhorrent, but that's not why we, re, we are rejecting you. We're rejecting you because of the violence that follows you. And he's right. So is I, there a uh, a small contingency of alt-right college students at Penn State? Everywhere. No doubt. Oh, yeah. Of course. I wouldn't really? doubt it. I haven't, oh, yeah. I haven't seen them. I have no evidence of it, but I wouldn't doubt it. Someone they, had to ask him to speak there, right? Yeah. I mean, there certainly are a lot of Republicans. There were a lot of Republicans for Trump um, during the election period, so. So there is a not, student. Not that they're all. I forget what it's called, but there's a student group thing coming up here uh, this week where different organizations go out and like advertise. So if you, if you walk around in the, on the lawn and you oh, see a group, you yeah. can, you can say, Oh, well, I might have interest in that. It's a way to meet people with, with similar interests, right? I want to, mm -hmm. I want to make a run through on that and see if there's any sort of white supremacist kind mm -hmm. of thing going on. Um, well, what is Richard Spencer's group is called the National Policy Institute or something? It's, yeah, it's it, hidden words. It's, yeah. yeah. Something weird like that. It so was, keep an eye for that. Yeah, it was supposed to be today because of the thunderstorms rolling through. They moved it to tomorrow. So Hublon tomorrow is where you want to – I think it's Hublon. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And yeah, it is the National Policy Institute. Mm. Yeah, you got to – anything like <laughs> – any words that you're like, I don't know. I wonder what that means. It means it's <laughs> – Quite possibly hidden white supremacists. Very possible, yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the local atheist group is going to be there, and, I mean, all sorts of student groups are going to be there, but... It's primarily a way for all the freshmen coming in to meet new people and get yeah. make friends yeah. and find people that have similar interests. Without but, getting killed at a uh, fraternity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I heard there's missing videotape now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. Even little Milford border town had to kind of go through this. There is a, the guy who runs the Milford Barrow page, so you can imagine where this story is going to go. <laughs> 
tried to get a Make America Great rally in town, and they Ooh. were going to do it at the the park or something like that. I, had, I, didn't, I heard some rumblings about it. And then I noticed that he's been publicly saying awful shit about our chief of police. Mm. Like, literally even saying – he almost, like, was in, insinuating that he was a pedophile <laughs> on public and Facebook. And it turns out why he's mad at the chief of police is that he went to him with this Make America Great thing and was like, we're going to have this guy come and we're going to have these people come. And him and the mayor are like, fuck you. No way. <laughs> And he was like, why? And the police just like, because I don't want neo-Nazis running around my town. <laughs> Fair enough. And that was the end of it. And now he's now he's calling him out as a pedophile. If this, I can't even believe this guy sets foot in town. He's gonna, they're they're going to hang him <laughs> from the death bell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, I've, I'm torn on that with Penn State. I mean, I don't like yeah. when colleges shut down free speech, but. Agreed. You know, if, you, if there's an actual safety concern. <laughs> well, I think there is. I mean, look what happened in Charlottesville. That's a college no, town. No, I agree. I agree. No. I think this group is hyper-violent. Some members of that group are hyper-violent. I'm not saying all of them are, but yeah, a lot of them are, are violent. People, they're all right? wrong, and they're all evil, but not all of them are coming out with, you know, an ankle holster and a, six different guns on them and a baseball bat, but they're were all- there, were, were there small Republican groups like that when I was at Penn State? Oh, yeah. I'm sure there were. It just seemed like everybody was on the same page when I was there. It was like, get drunk, <laughs> maybe go to class, and that was about it. <laughs> well, did you know about, you know, the D&D club in the basement of the hub and, you know, the, the pool club and all the other nerdy clubs that existed out there? I was aware of them. <laughs> I was too busy getting drunk. <laughs> we got to say, I told Jared about them. <laughs> yeah, I went to the comic book store, <laughs> which name is, is eluding me right now. Comic Swap. Comic swap, yeah, man. That's where yeah. I got my comics from. Yeah, worked at the coffee cellar. I hung out with those nerds, Karen. <laughs> I was friends with Ian. <laughs> but there are a thousand clubs on campus, so yeah, there's a couple of you know alt right ish clubs out there. I just, I, I guess, like I never, exp- and to my knowledge, I mean, granted, when when I went to Penn State, it was primarily white hmm. for the most part, but I just never experienced any. Racism, like I never met anybody who was like I fucking hate black. People. I just never <laughs> seen that when I was there. Hmm. You know, they keep a, we get a, a decently diverse population nowadays, which is nice. I like it. Well, I'm not saying there was no black people there. Well, I was there. <laughs> well, when I, I, when I was there, it was mostly white people. The next thing I have, um, this goes back to uh, Jim Baker. Jim Baker oh. interviewed Paula White who is apparently one of President Trump's spiritual advisors. Oh, God. And there's a video on it. I I can't watch it. It just, I can't watch Baker. He makes me ill. But <laughs> she was praising oh, she Trump the, and she, she was saying- she gave the speech at the inauguration. That, sorry? She gave the, the prayer speech at the inauguration. Yes. Yes, yeah. she did. So they're talking about Trump and praising him for not sounding or acting presidential. They say the thank goodness he doesn't. In other words, he's not a polished politician. He's authentic. <laughs> and then they go on to say that uh, God put Trump in place because it was God that raises up and places people in authority. And it is God that raises up a king. And they go on to say that if you oppose Trump, you oppose God. <laughs> so they're calling on all Christians to basically accept Trump. And things that he says and uh, understand that he was put there by God. Wow. And they say that he's shaking America up 
And uh, because, well, that's true. Because <laughs> the, uh, God gave us a president who was not going to murder babies. See, it's all about abortion again. God damn it. Everything else he's done is okay, though, right? Yeah. <laughs> Everything else. From what they're saying. When was this? When did this come out? This was to yesterday, uh, August 21st. So it was, yeah, Monday. Yesterday. Being yesterday, yeah. <laughs> well, one, I know that Paula White is into that prosperity yeah, gospel shit. Yeah. So, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so <laughs> Is anybody the, really listening to them? I don't. I, I asked to have viewers. He's still oh, look, making money. This is money. the same uh, thing that interviewed the uh, Kentucky governor, right wing watch. Yeah. With the Bibles in the schools. This is this is amazing what these people will cut. Yeah, it's obvious that they, they're not really religious, right? Baker? Seems unlikely. Oh, you mean the prosperity? All of all three of these people I'm looking at right now. If you could sit there and say that about Donald Trump. No. After everything you've seen him do, you obviously don't believe in the Bible. No. He you might believe in the almighty dollar. <laughs> he might believe that God has ordained him to be the leader of the free world, personally. But he doesn't but, believe in the Bible and the words that are in it. No. I don't see how you can. No. Yeah. It's it's that same Mike Pence quandary. Like, <laughs> mm. is Mike Pence really a believer? I mean, how could he be? He's closer than they are, but... Not by a whole bunch. I don't know. <laughs> but near the end of the video, she brings out a pen that uh, Trump used to sign uh, his executive order against the Johnson Amendment. Uh, <laughs> to It was to the defunding of certain parts of the IRS. IRS. Mm. Um, and she brings out the pen. And Baker holds up this pen like he's got a holy <laughs> relic. And he's like, he signed with this pen. Can you see the pen? He signed with this. It'll be in a shadow box any minute now. Oh. <laughs> Did they sell the pen? No, I don't believe so. <laughs> you sure? I'm surprised it didn't say, hey, if you buy this pen, you'll be prosperous like Donald Trump. If you call God now, you can buy this pen. The first 50,000 people can buy this pen. Yep. <laughs> no, it'll be to buy a certificate that has been you know, signed by the pen. They just replace the ink cartridges as they go. Hmm. That way you can do a whole bunch more. <laughs> Yeah, you give us checks and we'll sign those checks to the bank with this pen. <laughs> and then you'll get the pe you'll get the check back. <laughs> Who gets checks back? Nobody gets checks back anymore. You don't? I don't know. I don't have a check anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no. You get a thing in the mail that says, hey, your check's been cashed. You want to see it? Go to the website. <laughs> so basically my point there is uh, Baker is still just as insane as he ever was. Hmm. But do you think he's a believer? I don't. He believes yeah. in something. He believes his own version. Yeah. I just don't see. I don't. I just don't see how you can square that circle. Yeah, yeah, I understand. So the last thing I have is about uh, Rex Tillerson. He is Secretary of State. Uh, he mentioned atheists in the speech that he gave. Uh oh. So uh -oh. It, it's very interesting. I don't. I I kind of suspect that he didn't write the speech, but uh, it was actually a speech against Iran. He was talking about uh, Baha'is, Christians, other minorities being persecuted. And uh, Iran has sentenced individuals to death under their, what he calls, vague apostasy laws. 20 people executed last year. And he says that the government does not recognize the right of non-Muslims to practice their religion in public and has applied criminal penalties, including prison sentence lashings, fines, for apostasy, atheism, blasphemy, and insulting the state's interpretation of Islam. Hmm. And uh, so he urged Saudi Arabia 
to embrace greater degrees of religious freedom for all of its citizens. So he's basically chastising the more religious states in the Middle East. But he did actually include atheism in there. Now, whether or not he wrote it, whether or not he actually cares, it was just a passing statement. But uh, when somebody that close to Trump mentions atheism, not in a bad light. <laughs> right. You kind of give it a little woohoo. <laughs> yeah, it kind of stands out a little bit. Yeah. So how Rex long? Rex Tillerson. <laughs> Go oh, on, Karen. I'm sorry. How long is he going to last? Tillerson? Tillerson? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, he seems to be reasonable. He seems to actually be, I mean, he's a greedy white guy, but. <laughs> <laughs> but he was upset yeah, about the Paris Accord thing. Yeah. Yep. He was. He was. I, I, from, like, I'm, I'm finding a my... lot of reasons to, like, I can't find any reasons to hate him other than the fact that he's a rich fucker. Right, so how like, he hasn't said anything so inflammatory where I was like, "This piece of shit." Sure, but I, I feel like that's just right now. <laughs> like, I feel like we live in a world where run-of-the-mill villainy is so refreshing. <laughs> like, oh, that's something I'm familiar with. I know how to deal with that. Like, they're not just like these, like I don't know, totally off their rocker, just sinister, horrible monsters. Mm. Yeah, like I don't Steve know. It's just, <laughs> kind Steve of. I, I I like that it's just all coming, you know, unraveled bit by bit because. Uh, you know, I don't follow it nearly as closely as you guys are, but I feel like every time someone gets ousted, they're, you know, they just turn right around and they're just ready to come back at, at Trump swinging. No. Didn't, I thought Bannon left and he was like, listen, Rance Priebus, you need to go to Mueller. You need to tell him that Jared Kushner was in charge, was responsible for getting rid of Comey. You need, now Breitbart's coming out and they're like, Trump's policies are garbage. Yep. Breitbart is. Oh, no. What I was going to offensive. say was Steve Bannon seems to be the only one. Who's turned on him, though? Oh. Everybody else, like, when they interview him, like, they interview uh, Reince Priebus, he's like, oh, I think it's a good time for a change and this and that. <laughs> and uh, uh, who the fuck knows what Sean Spicer says? No one's heard from him since then. He's the Mooch said the same thing. He was like, my 10 days was all I need. <laughs> <laughs> Only cost me my job and my wife. <laughs> my relationship Flynn can't with my say son. anything because he's, you know, under investigation. Right. But, yeah, Bannon, Breitbart, right away. They are. They blasted Trump for his Afghanistan speech last night. Yep. Yeah. Call him a flip flopper. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know how you could say that. His speech last night was so indecisive. He didn't really. <laughs> well, have he anything. did say on numerous occasions that he wanted to get out of Afghanistan, and then last night was like, "Yeah, I used to say that, but now I'm thinking no." <laughs> and I'm not going to say uh, how many people we're going to send, and I'm not going to tell you, you know, when we're going to leave, because we're, we're not going to set a deadline. We're just going to say when these things happen, then we'll leave. So flip flopping <laughs> on that, I mean, people give politicians crap for changing their minds. If you have something that you think is true, and then you go in and you talk to the you talk to the generals, and they convince you otherwise, it's okay to change your mind. Once you have more facts, it's okay to change your mind. I don't. Yeah, but you're a rational person. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, these right, alt-right well, guys are, like, really up in arms about us, about America being involved in other countries. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that yeah. was a big part of it. Right. He has gone in the other direction about every other issue. I don't know why you would believe that this time right. he got more information as making the sensible choice. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, true. You don't think Breitbart really fucking cares what he's doing? <laughs> no, no. They're just they're just hitting back at him for... yeah. For getting rid of Bannon. Right. If Bannon was there, I'm sure there would have been a completely different story. Oh, my God. Thank goodness. <laughs> Afghanistan would have fallen in the hands of Muslims if we were to back out now. Trump <laughs> is a brave leader. He's making bold choices. Bold choices. <laughs> right. Uh, but I, 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 we didn't watch the speech last night because I can't, I can't 
I can't anymore. <laughs> I did. I watched it. So did he, anywhere along the line, did he say, I have learned, I was wrong, I have changed my opinion? <laughs> it was the most, how do I explain this? I mean, he clearly didn't write this speech. Sure. Well, I mean, he doesn't, no president writes any speech, but hmm. it was the most humble I've ever seen him. Wow. But it's not, it, no one would say it was humble. Okay. Is that, does that make any sense? Yes, it does. <laughs> for him to say, like, to, for him to even intimate that he was had decided to do one thing and change his mind was amazing to me. Yeah. You know, which, I mean, now that Bannon's gone, maybe Kelly does have a tight knit grasp on this. And is like, look, just say this and just fucking say it and shut up. Because <laughs> he was like, yeah, I, uh, I originally said this and that's where I stood. And I usually go with my gut. But things change when you sit behind the desk in the Oval Office and having – Gone to hundreds of meetings on the subject. This is what I've come up with. And I was like, oh, I mean, I don't believe a word you're saying, but I can't <laughs> believe that you allowed to say that. I can't believe you said that. Yeah. So he and he, then he kind of he was going down the route of getting ready to blame it on Obama hmm. a little bit. But he was just like, you know, the previous administration did this. This is what we're going to do. It wasn't anything. And he didn't really prop him up so, himself up that much. I was like, OK, when does he get to the part where he talks about how great? Oh, no, there was a couple things about that, about mm. how since he's been in office, the, there's been some record-breaking blah, blah, blah bullshit in the military, some, something like that. Mm. Record number of ships being hit. <laughs> but it was pretty subdued for Trump. It was pretty subdued for Trump. So somebody and there was else a whole <laughs> Yeah, there was a whole bit in the beginning that where he was trying to save himself off the, after that Charlottesville shit. He didn't really come out and say like you know i was wrong about what i said but he was like everybody in america no matter what they're like we all have to come together we all live here it's important and somehow that ties in afghanistan afghanistan <laughs> well remember when north korea was a thing yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, it's gonna be world war three five minutes ago yeah. yep turns out uh, north korea quietly backed down and they just kind of let it happen and just didn't talk about it which is probably yeah. the wise thing to do it, but it does seem like it was North Korea, North Korea, North Korea, Charlottesville, North Korea, who? Yeah. Like, it's almost like they got the memo. Like, Trump's like, look, we got to put this shit on hold. I got bigger fish to fry here right now. We'll talk. <laughs> we'll, we'll start fighting later, right? Well, it's a, it's, a, it's a distraction to allow North Korea to back down. That's a hell of a distraction. Maybe. But, whew, maybe. Mm. I'm really sick of the CNN bit of, well, we need the president to do this or that. We need the, the president to unite us. We need the president to look. That's not people happening. elected Trump. <laughs> get over it. You, you get Trump now. Mm -hmm. You do you think the president is right? Yes, I thought the president was racist before he was elected. Now that he's elected, I don't think he's less racist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's an what's old the, man. What's the saying here all the time? 71-year-old men you usually do not change their views yeah. right. <laughs> at that age. Yeah, his, his views are not going to evolve. It's not happening. He's an old man with, with, with racist views. He's been racist for many, many years. I love it because that's what everybody else uh, joked about, you know, when – when it wasn't funny, but, mm. <laughs> you know, with Sessions, they were like, oh, so 20 years ago, we couldn't put him uh, – you know, we couldn't vote for him because – he was too racist. And if there's one thing we know about racists, they mellow with age. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. Who did I have in the pool leaving? I think I went to Jeff Sessions, said he was mm. going to leave. I, I should have picked Bannon. I had said Sessions, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think Bannon was going that quickly. I really didn't. And apparently it was already decided. Yeah. 
Well, I, I secretly, I've been hearing that they're saying that that's such horseshit. That this all happened when that stupid article came out where he claims that he thought he didn't know he was on the record or whatever. He pulled the mooch. Right. And he said all that shit contradicting Trump. And then all of a sudden that day, I don't know what we're going to do with Mr. Bannon. Yeah. Next day fired. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. True. I think it happened you know, way faster than they're saying. I think you're right. I mean, yeah, you you cannot. I don't think um, Trump has liked him since his his face was on Time. Was it Time Magazine? I think. Yeah. You, you can't. Was it? You cannot get higher billing than the president. That's not acceptable. <laughs> well, there's there's a few things. There's probably that. There was that article, and then there was that book that came out called the the Devil's Deal or something <laughs> like yeah, that. Yeah. It's a picture. I mean, like everything was just going the way of Bannon. You're out. And yeah. I thought for sure that Bannon would be like. You know, oh no, it was the right thing to do, and blah blah blah. But he's <laughs> man, he's really going after Trump. He is well, he 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 said at the time, I'm going to go back to Breitbart and push the Trump agenda, which was code for the Trump agenda when he was a, a, a candidate, not current Trump agenda, <laughs> right? Because current Trump agenda, he's got some, pro- she has some issues with that. Turns out, <laughs> not racist enough. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that's one of them. Whew. So I went back, I was looking for, we were talking about Tillerson and, uh, you know, the fact that we hadn't seen really anything that bad from Tillerson. So I went back to our episode where we ranked the appointments and apparently I had forgotten Tillerson got appointed later. So Mm. he wasn't actually on our list. Oh, Mm. but uh, (laughs) how many of that list is gone now? Well, number, (laughs) number one was Michael Flynn. And he's gone. (laughs) Number three was Steve Bannon. Mm hmm. Um, I don't know what number that is. Three, four, five, six. I don't know. Number eight, nine is Reince Priebus. He's gone. Uh, that looks to be it who is on the list. Who's number two? Uh, Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Oh, DeVos. Yeah. She's been quiet recently, but she's still evil. So, I mean, Rick Tillerson, the only thing about him is the whole, you know, pushing the oil industry. Other than that, he seems fairly reasonable. But has he been? I don't even hear anything about him doing shit like that. I don't know that he is. I just worry that he would. He's been traveling, and he's been talking to other countries, and every time he has made a speech Mm. that I have heard, he hasn't said anything. He has been a reasonable Secretary of State. He has. I would agree with that. That that we know of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're. I mean, I was pretty sure he's. He was just there for that oil deal with Putin, and now that there's all these sanctions and shit, he has nothing to do. Yeah, <laughs> like well, my, I was here for one thing. Why does he go to talk to the other countries? There's a whole bunch of them I hear. Yeah, <laughs> which ones have oil? <laughs> Point me, Venezuela. That one's got a lot of oil. Go there. See how that works out. Yeah. All right. That's all I got. Does anybody have anything? Nope. Uh, I'm well, thank you. All right. Yep. Good. So I think we'll wrap up for this week. If uh, you would like to contact us, you can leave a message on our website on the uh, individual episode page, or you can go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash profanearg. You could also message us on Twitter at profanearg or email godless at profaneargument.com. If you've enjoyed the podcast, well, there's several ways you can support it. You can share on social media. Uh, you can like it on our Facebook. You could leave a review on iTunes, SoundCloud, or Google Play. Finally, I would like to offer a list of podcasts, other podcasts you might want to check out uh, on the soon-to-be-named network, soon-to-be-namednetwork.com. You can check out uh, a whole bunch of different podcasts and shows that are listed there. I want to thank everyone for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. 
Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you. Testing, testing. I saw a picture of Tiger Woods' penis today. Yeah, so did what? I. Yeah. What? And I also what saw Miley this? Cyrus peeing on numerous <laughs> oh, yeah. occasions. Why yeah, did I, I saw, see that? Saw, God damn it. That I saw, but yeah, if I guess I could... I don't know how to post links into things, but I'll try. By the end of the episode, I will put a link of Tiger Woods' penis into <laughs> no, that's okay. Discord if you'd like. I'll, I'll, text it it to you. I'll text it to you periodically throughout the day tomorrow. <laughs> I'll it was it so later, funny sorry. that you said it because I was thinking I was like, if I didn't do much today, but I did see Tiger Woods' penis. <laughs> How did that happen? Uh, someone happened again. Yeah, someone found a computer that had a lot of naked pictures of Lindsey Vaughn in it, which happened to have a few naked pictures of Tiger. Also, huh? No, mm. no, it was it was a hack like before. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I, I thought it was the just... way you were setting it was like someone found a laptop with them on it. <laughs> Just like lying around. No, yeah. someone someone hacked into hers and a few other people. There there was a large, there was a bigger than average celebrity leak today or yesterday. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Kristen Stewart got into a lot of them. I heard yeah. Emma Stone, but I can't find those. I did not hear that. I've, I've so far I've only seen uh, Catherine McPhee, Lindsey Vaughn, uh, more Miley Cyrus, more Kristen Stewart. Uh, oh, the other a- day I saw a ton of Allison Brie. Who is she? I don't even know who she is. She was in the show Community. She played. Oh, uh, isn't she? she isn't was, she going to be uh, Captain Marvel? No, that's Brie Larson. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Allison Brie was also Good in friend. Glow. She was in uh, a few other movies. It's such a shame that Eric the Midget. Oh, she was dead. in Mad Men. Oh, Eric the Midget had the biggest crush on Catherine McPhee to to know that she has naked pictures out now and he's dead. <laughs> yeah. But the the Miley Cyrus photos are the real shockers to me. Really, dude? She is pissing all over the place constantly. Yeah. Right? Have you not been on the internet? No. I am. I'm, I'm giving her a month before her sex tape comes out. Yeah, but you know what? If if I know Miley Cyrus, she'll be like, I'm releasing the sex tape. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm absolutely. looking at her and like she's drinking and pissing behind yeah. cars and on the beach. I'm like. She looks like she'd be a lot of fun to hang out with. <laughs> <laughs> she is clearly a free spirit, that's for sure. That's what happens when you put them on stage at an early age. <laughs> well, or she's trailer trash, one of the two. Or a little of both. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going with C. <laughs> All the above? All the above. A little yeah, bit of sure. both? <laughs> I don't know. Right. Is she really trailer? I mean, she's always had to have money, right? Didn't yeah. Billy Ray always have money? It doesn't mean you've got, you know, manners. Trailer trash is not how much money you have. It's the, the, the composure that you have in life. <laughs> or is it that she lived this wacky lifestyle where she played a character who moonlighted <laughs> as a singer and had a secret life and was actually living that same life <laughs> at wow. the same time at a young a little, age? Little That'll surreal. lead you to piss behind cars while drinking a beer. <laughs> and let people photo you. It's not even like she was trying to hide it. She's looking right at the camera, like, "Yeah, I'm pissing." <laughs> yeah, I give Miley a pass. I give Miley a pass. I give Shia a pass. Oh, yeah, I, I, I don't uh, think any less of them. I didn't think much. No, of them, but I, 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 but I, I think no less of them. I'm, I'm very much a pass giver outer. 
<laughs> I've given I've given Justin so many passes. Oh, uh, I'm beams? not a big passer. Yeah. Router. I was on, I was not on Team Shia for a long time. I was like, fuck that little twerp. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm pro his acting. Oh, I'm way back. I'm th- way back on his side. I'm way into his acting. And I think he just has some, uh, you know, unchecked mental health issues that. Oh, yeah, that's right. There was that racist <laughs> rant that just came out. Yeah, so I'm pro him. Uh, Yeah, I'm pro Justin Bieber. I think he gets a lot of grief that he does not deserve. But beyond, he's he's found Jesus. That I don't know. Absolutely not. He had already sold tickets. He had a contract with his fans saying, "I will complete this tour." If after the tour he wanted to find Jesus in his free time, I'm okay with that. I'm. It's not for me. But if it makes him feel better, that's fine. But canceling his tour to do that—that is inappropriate. That is just a bad business and shame on him for that but bullshit like oh he was experimenting with drugs and alcohol oh he threw some eggs at a house not that (laughs) that monster i mean that is just run-of-the-mill shenanigans that i can pretty much forgive for anybody for a second i forgot we were talking about justin bieber and i was like when did shia labeouf throw eggs (laughs) (laughs) no no, that that dude just has craziness going on all the time yeah, drinking and drugs, the eggs, whatever. I just can't forgive him because of the music. Yeah. Mm, I like Didn't he also tunes. spit on some of his fans? I do think... I did hear that. I don't know what his life is like, but I do think he is a little dramatic with the, oh, I have no privacy, oh, my life is like a fishbowl, oh, and I'm like, listen, <laughs> you don't <laughs> get both. Yeah. You don't get unlimited money, unlimited fame, and unlimited privileges, and privacy. Yeah, they don't go together. Uh, no, I also forgot about his deposition for that one thing, and he was acting like a little prick the whole time. Did you ever see that? Mm-hmm. Oh, not it's, it's, it's on tape. Oh, he's such a little rich fuck. I mean, granted, <laughs> he, maybe he's matured since then. I gave him a pass when he did the uh, when they did the roast of him. Oh, and, and at the end, he was like, you know, I've kind of acted like a jerk good portion of the time and you know i'm i i kind of feel like i'm kind of growing up a little bit and you know i'm hoping for a second chance and i was like all right justin i'll let you off the hook on this one <laughs> <laughs> it was a trap yep. well, that's right we've already been recording haven't we yeah yeah it's it's all profane <laughs> argument after dark 